2: Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine. dot com slash iron filings. Here we go! Here we go! Here we go! Here we go! This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Hotbody Dawson.
0: I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Can I just tell you something before we get started?
2: I was just about to play some music there. Yeah, go on. Oh, okay,
0: good. Basically, you know, sometimes you start an episode by saying, I've just had a perfect cup of tea, right? Yeah. And yeah. I always am very envious. And occasionally, like last few, I've had a good run this week. I've had about two or three instances of what I would class as close to a perfect cup of tea. Very hard to right. define, very hard to even explain. It just yeah. is what it is. Uh, I, I come to you today having just com- finished drinking... An unsatisfactory cup of tea. Oh! Yeah. No way. Most teas, the majority of teas are just fine, right? Mm. These are teas at home. Most teas you have out are like unsatisfactory. That's why I tend to not have many cups of tea out. And there's some very small, select either homes Mm. or like outlets that I know do tea that I find to be satisfactory.
2: Otherwise, you need to feel to control the conditions i need to control
0: the tea right so there's certain people's houses about one or two houses where i'd accept a cup of tea and there's basically one cafe where i will order tea which is which is a cafe near my mum's greasy spoon opposite what used to be the beaver which i've told you about before which was the milkman's calf right yeah this was actually rival to the beaver back in the day but now it's like the only remaining greasy spoon. That trumped the Beaver, has it? Well, the, the Beaver's no more. Has, went years Where ago. They go, then? Went they years won. ago. Yeah. But yeah, probably the Ritz triumphed because of its superior tea. And there's one greasy spoon I'll go to, I'll order a cup or two with no qualms whatsoever. I know it's going to come and it's going to be fucking close to perfect.
2: Right. And, and let's be honest, if one off customers are walking past and they go, Can we go, shall we go to the Ritz or shall we go to the Beaver? <laughs> They're gonna got the Ritz, aren't yeah, they? Yeah.
0: yeah. No, I mean I don't think the Beaver's been I think the Beaver was gone before John Major came to power, if I'm honest. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But the Ritz has been there right going back from the early eighties. I mean it's got staying power. Most greasy spoons in London, the traditional greasy spoons, which tended to have a Pepsi sign on the door. There, mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's hardly fucking any of them left. There used to be one on every street. There's hardly any yeah. left now. It's all fucking chicken shops, isn't it? Um, but this one's still going. It's got to be the tea. But at home, most of my tea, decent. Very occasionally, fucking spot on, right? Mm. Could be made by my son. Could be made by my wife. Could be made by me. Uh, My daughter mm, doesn't often make tea for me, to be honest, right? And... Uh, um, and I had a few good ones. Today, I've made myself a cup of tea. Poor. Like, so poor that I'm commenting upon it. I'm, it's actually Do made me... you know me. what went wrong? It's bank holiday Monday, and I've got quite a good day planned. But this has really got the day i I mean, I feel gutted about it. I'll tell you what mm. went wrong. The main problem is... One is, I, I had it brewing in the pot, and I forgot about it, which meant... That it was just a touch too long in the pot, which meant it very not stewed fully, but slight bitterness. And also Mm. the temperature wasn't optimal. It was hot, but it wasn't the exact temperature I like. But bigger than either of those factors is that, I don't know about you, and tea's all personal taste, so I'm not here to tell you or anyone else that the way I like tea is the way that tea should be done. But Mm. I only like skimmed milk in tea. Reason? I don't like the taste of milk. But I do okay. like something to take the edge off the tannin in the tea, yeah. right? So yeah. I have it quite strong with a dash of skim milk. For me, if I have semi-skimmed in it, it tastes a bit like someone's fucking put a load of sk- sk- like cream in it.
2: Pig spunk.
0: <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> but this morning there wasn't any skim milk left, so I thought I'll just put a little splash of sk- semi-skimmed. It'll be fine. And it wasn't fine. My tea oh, tastes spunky. <laughs>
2: Piggy and spunky.
0: It tastes piggy and spunky. And that's the last thing you need on May Day Bank Holiday, which is one of the best days of the year, usually, isn't it? May Day Bank Holiday.
2: It is, yeah. I mean, the sun's even come out here. We haven't had hardly any sunshine for like a week. Everywhere else in the country where I've been over the last week, i.e. Sheffield and London, Mm. have had lovely weather. Yeah. And here it's just been grim. Has it? As in, it's grim up north. But today the sun's come out, so... Yeah, Sun to Special peek
0: through now for me. Um, um I've been out to walk dog already. Do you know what I've got really into at the moment? I'm so into it, it's unbelievable. Go on. Bird song. I fucking love it, mate. Like oh, yeah. since spring here yeah. since spring here, the birds are out singing and if I get out early before there's even much traffic around. It's not very trafficy, my little light like, spot area. And I'm mm. around to the park and when I first got a dog I thought to myself oh I'll be doing I'll be listening to like music or podcasts a lot on dog walks because a lot of our correspondents in the cancer community they get in touch and say oh, I'll listen to the podcast on the dog walk and I think that's nice but after the first couple of times I realized no it's much nicer to not have anything in your ears it's much nicer to listen to nature around you yeah,
1: and the try. birds
0: were out singing this morning honestly best start to the day bird song and you you know and it's still fresh at the moment because they don't they don't really do it they don't go in for it much in the winter months do they the old birds
2: well they all fuck off don't they
0: yeah they're holiday now they're all All back and they're literally all giving it all right cunts remember us that's (laughs) right it's the bird community we're back have a listen to this (laughs) cheap 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 yeah you love that don't you you simple-minded human cunts (laughs) Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, I fucking fucking do love it. Yeah, still walking about on your feet, unable to fly, are you? You soppy cunt.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Still going around 2D on flat surfaces, are you? No up and down, unless you use them stairs, pathetic.
0: Still need a massive, really expensive, polluting fucking metal ship to get into the air with do you that costs you fucking 250 quid even if you're just popping over to fucking france what a fucking joke i can fly to france for free with zero impact on the environment in about an hour
2: i've just come back from fucking sri lanka i wintered there
1: <laughs> <laughs> do you know how much it cost penny? me do
0: you know how much it cost me fuck all I ate worms, free. Yeah, they got worms out in Sri Lanka. Yeah, why wouldn't they, you racist cunt? Of course they got fucking worms. I eat the worms, I sit in their trees, the accommodation's free. There's no fucking Sri Lankan birds coming asking me for money to sit in their tree. They're fine <laughs> about it. They don't mind at all. And get it's free. It off a bit. <laughs> uh, where are you going on that? Oh, Portugal, package deal, was it? How much you pay for that? How much? What? For a family of four? Fucking hell. Do you know, I could take my whole family with me if I wanted. Although, to be honest, birds don't really function like that. We don't. We yeah, we have kids, but we don't fucking feel the need to like hang around with them forever. We can tell them
2: to fuck off as soon as they can fly. Yeah.
0: but if I did want to take my fucking uh, my little birdlings, right, <laughs> my chicks with me, <laughs> family of four, Portugal, you say? So that's not even long haul. That's short haul. Family of four, two weeks in Portugal. Even in peak season, let's see, that's flights, accommodation, food, yeah. Oh, yeah, I've worked out. Nothing. Absolutely <laughs> fucking free, you cunt. <laughs> Next question.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm constantly fascinated by the birds, as in who, who, who controls them. I just love that they're just going about there, just doing their bird business. What's and their agenda? in agenda? It's brilliant.
0: And the, and brilliant. how they Wild know animals. when to fuck off. They're like, oh, yeah. a bit chilly, isn't it? But the thing is as well, say it's like July, but you know sometimes in July it's still like it'll be like hailing and you'll be like, What mm. the fuck is wrong with this country? Fucking Tories. Yeah. That's what I think. I it just think in Portugal. When, when it starts fucking hailing in the middle of July, I just think, These fucking Tories, whatever next, right? And uh but the why don't the birds just think, Fuck it, let's go now? How do they know? Someone's going, No Um, Hang on a minute, lads. We must adhere to the human-created mm. Christian calendar. See what I mean?
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly.
0: They, that's what they but do. They conform you know, to the Christian calendar.
2: Well, they conform to the seasons and the weathers and the climates. No yeah, lot, but
0: what they? I'm saying is you might have a week of it. We've, look we've
2: at, built our, our calendar around that.
0: No, but listen, look at Wimbledon fortnight. How many mm. Wimbledon fortnights have you seen where it's bucketed down for all 14 days of Wimbledon fortnight, right? That's happened. Yeah. That, that, there was a run of those for a while in the noughties, every fucking Wimbledon fortnight. Wimbledon was still going yeah. on in August sometimes, right? What I'm saying is, right. why don't the birds, why don't the birds think at that point, well, that's it. Summer's over. Time for us to fuck off. Why? Well, how know. do they know? How do they know? I don't know. They they're don't taking their signals cause from they're, the
2: they're, weather. They're, cause- I don't know. Mm. Uh, but Wimbledon Fortnight's always the worst time for hair fever sufferers. It's right. generally peak peak hair fever. So, what came first, hair fever or Wimbledon? And who built what around who? God. Yeah.
1: Wimbledon Fortnight. I will release the <laughs> pollen. <laughs> I shall release. And unleash the pollen on the on the fortnight that shall be known as Wimbledon fortnight. Wimbledon! <laughs> and there shall be a tournament of tennis, which is a sport I have just invented in my nut.
2: Because I am God.
1: <laughs> there shall be mad Americans. There shall be some people from Australia who are good at it. Sometimes the French will be good.
2: The East Europeans will be good for a while as well when they are uh, drugging their players and forcing them to trade in sports camps.
1: And in the 80s, there shall be a man from Czechoslovakia called Ivan Lendl, and he will repeatedly lose the final of Wimbledon. (laughs) And he will look a bit like a zombie. (laughs) And so I will make it thus... (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Nature's weird, isn't it? But you watch—you always watch Attenborough documentaries, and the the animals do stuff that are incredible, and we don't know why they do them. Who teaches them to do stuff? You yeah, there's certain said this ways one of mo- like finding food or breeding things like that. And
0: yeah, well, a lot of it's just. They've, their ancestors learnt the lessons, didn't they, by yeah. making mistakes how and do then they slowly over. Do they them. And it like, just passes they- on no it just passes on in their DNA. That's the weird thing it's about evolution.
2: In the DNA. Fucking hell.
0: Is it that evolution is fucking wild and it's the same with it's the same with humans, mate. You know like inherited trauma, that's a real thing, mate. Like Is it? Yeah, it's a real fucking thing. Think of it, right? You don't think it's weird if a dog, like particular dog like might shit itself at the sound of a car right but from puppydom onwards you think why is that weird and like or let's say a dog is like freaks out when it sees a particular other breed of dog and it's because it's over the years right it's happened same with humans why would it be different from humans right if you're if if great uncle dawson or your great great grandfather right I we'll call him great uncle Augustus Dawson. Augustus Dawson, right. So you look back in in the archives and it turns out that he had a lot of problem with pigeons, and you found yourself right. very often finding yourself nervous around pigeons in the street. Okay. That'll be inherited trauma.
2: From Augustus. Wow. Didn't know that. I always thought nature well, that's nature, isn't it? Nature versus nurture. I always thought with humans, a lot of stuff's nurture, but I no, guess it's
1: with half the pigeons,
2: and half. Uh, I August, think it's, it's a bit of nature as well.
0: It, it's half and half, you know. It's, it works the same for humans as it does for animals. You've got some I things mean, that he- you're just born with, man, that you're going to... That... He-
2: yeah. We're here to talk about animals, aren't we?
0: We are, yeah. Budgery gals, more let's, specifically. Let's get back to it. Certainly part get of the bird family. Week.
2: Um... I've got to play the music now. There we are. There's there's not a more budgery gar sound and piece of music around, I don't think. It's just evokes. That's the budgies. sound
0: that in my head is playing when I walk down the street in the morning taking the dog for a walk.
2: Yeah, yeah I bet. So we had Philip Marsden, uh, who's the budgie expert on this. We haven't got Sid James yet, and he tells us that, that um, this is The World of Budgie Regards with Sid James, in case you're not following it on, on YouTube. Just search those those words. The World of Budgie Regards, 1976, star Sid James. Jalapeño. <laughs> jalapeño. Philip Marsden is the expert and the other name for budgies is undulated grass parakeets and who knew they're the smallest members of the parrot family uh, they're Australia based, uh, they're almost all green but a hundred years ago the whole world of budgies was transformed John Gould the naturalist mm. who, when we see a drawing of him because this is 1840 he's he was around pre-photography We see a drawing of John Gould that he sat and posed for, which in itself is a... That that thing is a deep dive itself, I think. He looks a bit like me. Have you seen him? What's his name? I think he does anyway. John John Gould. John Gould, naturalist. Well, he does at least on this drawing. I think there might be others.
0: Images. Yeah, he does look a little bit like you. Maybe that's, uh, that's how I was picturing... Great uncle Augustus Dawson when we I were talking about him be, moments yeah. ago.
2: Fucking hell yeah, that's him. So that John Gould was a great uncle Augustus. Mm. And what happened was in 1840, John Gould brought home a pair of budgies from Australia. I'm having these, I'm taking these up. We haven't got these back home, so I'm gonna put a couple in my jacket and I'll take them on and you know see what happens. I'll get a boy and a girl. Because I'll be a bit like uh, Noah, and I can breed them like he did.
0: Make them have it after off
2: after the uh, after the flood. I'll watch them having it off,
0: <laughs> but
2: just just because
0: for for I'm scientific not into that, reasons. And I, yeah, and I'll and, try I and draw to it that if I have, can keep up. It depends how quick they are. Maybe the male one is a two-pump pirate, and it'll all be over before it's even started.
1: <laughs>
0: Maybe he's inexperienced. Sexually, and he'll get overexcited <laughs> too quick.
2: Maybe I'll need to play some music. Uh, I'll get uh, uh, some chamber music on. Get I'll, them give going. Him, I'll, I'll give him a few tips.
1: Slow yourself down by thinking of your nan or something like that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Think of a crop rotation machine, something like that, some, something agricultural. follow?
0: Who do you follow? No, what football team do you follow? Fulham. All right, so... Let's think, what was Fulham's greatest achievement? Okay, so you know when Fulham got to the final of the Europa League, when Hodgson was the manager? I bet you can remember the first 11, can't you? Yeah? So, go through it in your head. Yeah? Go through it. Very slowly. Very slowly in your head while you're pumping. Yeah? And it'll distract your mind sufficiently. You're trying to remember. Goalie, I think it was van der Sar. Right back left back go through the side if you're still going just start thinking of Roy Hodgson's face that's going to slow <laughs> you down and slow down the pumping yeah <laughs> not so slow that you go on the soft right that's the balance you've got to try to
1: achieve It'll make sure you stay in don't come out <laughs> don't come out completely because then well I mean the, the, the whole fucking endeavours like pointless it's over
2: Oh God! Um, so John Gould, the naturalist, great uncle Augustus, he wanted to draw them. He said, but then, incredible, when they started breeding in the UK, having been almost all green in Australia, colour mutations began to happen, mm. and they all started changing colour. Some blue. This is the some, mad bit. Some some yellow.
0: No, he doesn't really offer an explanation for that either. Just says that's just no, what happened.
2: I don't think there is one. Mm. I don't think there is one Um, and now there's over 200 well now 1976 could be even more now there's over 200 colours or combinations of colour in budgies in the UK Mm. which blew my mind and then uh, what blows my mind even further is the emergence of Sid Um, and Sid is um, did we get this far because Sid was we were talking about landladies weren't we last week so Sid's sitting in his. Um, I'm just going to play the, the bit. His landlady comes in and with a pot of tea. Program you've been watching. Sid's been watching this Philip Marsden thing on the telly. He's got the newspaper. He's in. The, he's in the, on the sofa. He's smoking his pipe. In he's his lodgings. He's
0: just doing some classic
2: sitting. In
0: in his lodgings. Yeah.
2: No, yeah, hey, guys, some...
1: Where
0: do you live, Sid? You must have a few quid. Oh, I don't. No, I live in lodgings. Well, you
2: don't have a your own dread. place.
0: No. But why? You might, you've been doing the carry on films, you did Hancock, you were in all their meeting comedies. You must have a few quid, Sasha. Yeah, I've got money. I'm not mug enough to spend it on a house. You spend money on a house, right? You got you got first you've got to get the house. You gotta pay your stamp duty, right? I mean maybe, depending on where I buy, I could yeah, I mean I've got I probably could go mortgage free. I'm not gonna lie, I probably could. But I still got my stamp duty. Then you've got house insurance potential renovations and the thing about houses is one day after another you move in you think oh yeah i'm all settled within weeks there's something up whether it's dry rot whether it's some tiles loose on the roof, not weed whether it's the gut gut the pointing don't forget that the pointing can cause you all sorts of problems right there's always something it's expense and it's hassle plus as well i live on my own right because you know me i've always got a few different dorises on the go yeah, whether that be Chief that,
2: Amongst the B Barbara Windsor.
0: But Barbara Windsor, of course. But, you know, Joan Sims. I keep handing with her, although God knows she's a mona, <laughs> Right?
1: <laughs>
0: uh, June Whitfield. Not a lot of people know that, but I've been having a little thing with her here and there. Atnie Jakes. Attie Jakes, when <laughs> I want something a little bit unusual. And uh I'm just <laughs> I've just started something that I've been working on for a while. With Alma <laughs> out of Coronation Street. <laughs> A.K.A. Cleopatra.
2: Cleopatra.
0: <laughs> so, you see, uh, there's no point me. Li- I live on my own, and what that means is there's a lot of cooking and cleaning. So, I just get lodgings. I pay a small amount of, of monthly housekeep, direct to the landlady, who I am usually having it off with, too. And she sorts out my breakfast and dinner. All I have to take care of is my lunch. And if I sit in the television room watching my bird documentaries in the evening, she'll bring
1: me snacks, tea, coffee, whatever I want.
2: I've got a network of lodgings all over the country. I've got a nice negotiated pay-as-you-go system where I only pay when I stay. Pay so, as you stay.
0: Pay as you stay. You get If I get bored of being in one particular area, such as Eastbourne, which is one of my preferred areas... Uh, but I might get bored of Eastbourne. So I might say, Right, I'm gonna Covery. go and spend some time in um Nuneaton in the West Midlands for a little while. Fine. I can just go there on a whim. I can wake up in the morning and think I fancy a few days in the West Midlands. Bang, I'm there on the train.
2: But that's what used to happen because they used to <coughs> have the, the rep the rep theatre network where every mm. town had a theatre. Yes. And they they you know they the, the people would have lodgings, they'd stay in thespians lodgings yeah in every town and city so that probably was feasible
0: yeah and and then then, but in in all honesty once let's say he stopped doing rep because he was like say he was like he knew he was going to be in London for at least a year shooting back to back carry-ons right (laughs) yeah and he might have thought well maybe it's time to get a place of my own but if you're used to the lodgings lifestyle and you're Hmm. single then why would you think oh I'm going to get my own place with all the expense and work that Course. that involves where I can just live in a furnished home no worries at all just a small suitcase with my pipes hats and shirts in yeah right and yeah. there's just Wherever a woman I'm in
2: my hut I get up, my ev-
0: every single morning I get up and there's a cooked breakfast for me and it yeah. being them days yeah. cooked breakfast would have come with things like kidneys as standard
2: probably gravy as well what do you want yeah. this morning
0: sid do you want your kidneys or do you want a kipper <laughs> both
1: both with an egg oh, and god. all oh
2: god i got a breakfast yeah but uh and then of course when i'm having it off with of barbara windsor i'll fuck out for an hotel won't i
0: <laughs> yeah. special somewhere well, nice I'll get
2: discount anyway because i'm sid james
0: always always by the coast because in those days, <laughs> if you were having an illicit affair, because of course Babs was married to a gangster, wasn't she? And they were having it All off night, on the sly. Yeah. Um, if they were, uh, if you had an affair back in those days, it had to be at a hotel by the coast. Yeah. That was just the done thing. And you are check
2: in under a different name. Yeah, exactly. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, something yep. like that. Gore, those um, were the days. Poor, weren't they just. Um, I've seen the price of hotels recently. Fuck, I think I talked about this last week from when we were on tour. Mm. Jesus Christ. Anyway. never no, no mind that. are you
0: seeing the cost of fucking anything? Like, is it because of Brexit that, like, literally going to the continent costs about £1,000, like, to fucking fly anywhere, right? And...
2: Well, um, I, say, uh, I don't know the, the entire economic ins and outs, but it's inflation has caused the, the cost of everything to go up, but probably Brexit, yeah?
0: Yeah, I mean... Like, cause i I've been wanting to go to a football match in Spain with my lad for a while, and mm. we really like the idea. I love train travel; it's my favourite way of getting around. And I've, I'm obsessed with this website, which I've probably told you about, called The Passenger in Seat Sixty One. And it's, oh yeah, have I told you about? It's just this guy; he's just like a fucking he's a train nut, and he knows he basically knows the best way to get anywhere by train. In the world like yeah. you type in any fucking journey and it will go right this is the way this is the cheapest way to do it this is the quickest way to do it but this is the most scenic way to do it and all this right and I get lost in this website it's like weird it's like train porn I'll just like look <laughs> at journeys that I can imagine one day doing for ages and then you go on and it's like I wanted to get to Madrid now I've trained it down to Spain a few times in my life and it was always the cheaper option than the plane so the only mm. thing was you know it's going to be nicer more scenic more fun And cheaper. So it's all about whether you had time. I've got the time in half-term to go down to Spain by train. It is about four times the cost of fucking flying it, mate. And even flying it's not that cheap anymore. Yeah. Unbelievably expensive to get a train across Europe.
2: But then that's in Europe and that's in the EU, so... Doesn't make any
0: sense, yeah. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I'm not happy about it.
2: Maybe because it's half-term. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. don't know. Yeah, but
0: your Spaniards—they have different half terms to us, anyway, don't they? they? I would have imagined so. Yeah, you know what they're like—they all go to bed at fucking midnight, even the kiddies.
2: Yeah, half terms have got to be different then in that case, aren't they? Yeah. You're Um. talking
0: about (laughs) a people who don't eat their tea till nine o'clock, mate. They just there's no there's no way they're going to be having half terms like us with that kind of fucking approach to life.
2: Like the birds flying south, that's innate for them they just do it they don't question it <laughs> they don't tell them tell the next generations to do it it just happens <laughs>
0: yeah. my uh but they're just yeah i mean my uh no, we don't have half done my Ita- I, was, I saw my italian cousin i was thinking about him the other day and a version of this and that that he does in italy which he always did when we were growing up cuz he was my older cousin and he was like the sort of alpha of our whole gang of cousins right right and if he suggested something he'd always like have a way of coercing you into doing whatever plan he had up his sleeve but he'd say mm. something like okay so sam for this journey you will drive you will be driving us from rome all the way to france uh because we cannot drive because blah blah and i go "Oh no, yeah Ali, I don't I don't want to do the driving. I, I can't do the driving that long. I'm not experienced enough. And he'd always his way, when you told him you couldn't do something that he'd told you to do, he'd smile and laugh and put his hand on your shoulder and go, It's okay, it's not a problem. And then just change the subject. <laughs> so he'd like tell a Jedi you my trick. It was like you know my trick. And you'd just end up going, Oh right. I thought it was a problem, but he just told me it wasn't. Like go, okay. But
2: there's something in that though.
0: He goes, Sam, you pay the bill now. I can't afford to pay the old bill. <laughs> it's okay. It's not a problem. Oh, okay. Uh, how much is it?
2: <laughs> I was going to say, there's something in that. There's something in that in the terms of fighting your fears yeah. and confronting stuff that you're afraid of. But then again, when you're faced with something tangible like a bill to pay,
0: <laughs> yeah. that's I mean, not something you can overcome. That's unfair, actually. That probably would not be an example of what right. he would... With a bill, he wouldn't do it. But with other yeah. things, he'd always be like... Or he'd be like, right, we're, we're, I've booked the restaurant for ten o'clock, and you go hmm. ten, 10 in the evening. Yes, it's for dinner, but I'm starving now. This would be like six, <laughs> right? I'll be like, yeah. I'm fucking starving now. I want the spaghetti now, don't I? I can't wait that long. And he just go, ha ha. Don't worry, it's not a problem. But then you'd be like, well, can I have a snack while I'm waiting? And he wouldn't let you have a snack. He'd go, no, well, you must not, not. You must not open the stomach. You you will enjoy the food more at ten if you are built up a huge, a, a very the big... atmosphere be closed. That's what they say. They go, do Fuck. not open the stomach. Do not open the stomach. You will not enjoy the delicious food at 10 o'clock tonight. 10 o'clock tonight, I'm going to be in my gym jams in bed
2: by then, reading and me over for gonna Christy. Be, it's not even going to be 10 o'clock as we get there at 10, then we sit and look at the menu, Yeah. bring some fucking bread out, I'll right s- up in the stomach for the bread.
0: I see what the fucking Italian waiters are like. They're fucking mucking around out back it's having a cigarette, 11. taking their time. It's not it's okay, it's not a
1: problem. Not a problem. Oh, <laughs> all right, it's not a problem. Fine. Fair enough.
2: <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell. Um we're just about to have as I said, we're about to have Sid's landlady enter the <laughs> I never thought this would tick. Two episodes to get two and a half minutes in. Um, we'll do it next time when Sin's lady comes in with the... And the he's glinks. not happy.
0: Sin S- S- is displeased to say
2: the least. So stick around for that or go and watch it on YouTube now. It's up to you. Uh, thank you very much for listening and goodbye. Goodbye.